You're listening to the Batuta Advocates Weekly News Wrap on Desert Rock FM 96.5. Welcome back to the Weekly Batuta Bulletin. A lot going on in the world. Busy, busy news cycle. Week three of the federal election campaign. And our newsroom are going down like flies to uh, not only the uh, COVID-19 virus, but also this new thing getting around called a flu, which we haven't had to worry about for a couple of years. But yeah, everyone's back out, touching each other, licking doorknobs, uh, whatever else. Packed out pubs, packed out concerts. Uh, so the young fellas are going down. Today, it's just us, the old dogs, myself, Clancy Overall, and Errol Parker. How are you, Errol? I'm all right, mate. Look, if um, I was a gambling man, which I am, I'm willing to put 100 bucks on the fact that you brought back this exotic new strain of flu from Sydney when you were down there for the PWA Royal Rumble. Yeah, that, that's a big chance. There were a lot of, um, I would say, immunocompromised people in that audience, rather husky gents who looked like they might have had raw and honest opinions about vaccinations. Your people, Errol. But yeah, came back with a bit of a chesty kind of cough thing going on. And um, yeah, I shouldn't have been drinking out of the soda stream bottle with my mouth before I put it back into the fridge in the office. No, probably not. That's probably why now every bed in uh, the Batuta Base Hospital now is full of people with this mysterious new virus. It almost seems like March 2020 all over again up here in Batuta. Yeah, look, nature is healing. It's good to know that post-COVID-19, people actually now stay home when they're feeling sick. Once upon a time, you just march through, but we've reconditioned ourselves to actually not share the virus. Of course, that excludes myself, who brought it back with me from Sydney. Now, quickly, before we launch into this show, you may have been listening to our new Decode series, which is aimed at breaking down the world of politics using language you can understand, and of course, covering an in-depth analysis of the 2022 federal election campaign. And if you haven't, obviously, we recommend you get around it for some alternate coverage of this election. And as part of this series, we will be going live on Reddit each Tuesday for the next month to talk through everything that's been happening on the campaign trail. That'll be at 6pm starting this Tuesday. Yes, it'll be a Reddit talk, I'm told, which will feature a live Q&A section with all sorts of left field and right field and potentially depraved questions from the audience. So it should be a bit of fun, and we hope you can join us at 6 p.m. on Tuesday, every Tuesday, until Australians head to the ballot. Stay tuned to our socials for more on that. But let's get into this week's news stories. And our biggest story of the week came off the back of Anzac Day and comes from the federal election campaign. It was about the Prime Minister defending being on the phone during the dawn service on Anzac Day, saying, and I quote, I was simply trying to shazam that catchy trumpet song. Yeah, and there was plenty of political noise on Anzac Day. Peter Dutton was trying to claim that, you know, we're in the 30s again and facing a repeat of World War II in what was a weird pitch to get voters to support him. But it was the Prime Minister who stole the show by playing on his phone during the dawn service. Which, as you should know, is quite a sacred ceremony and not one where you should be, you know, fucking around on Candy Crush. But Scotty has hit back at claims he was playing iPhone games insisting he was actually trying to shazam the quirky trumpet song that they were playing at the back end of the ceremony. He hadn't actually heard it before. Morrison thought at the start it was that uh, catchy intro from Hello Hello by the Cat Empire, but he actually wanted to see what this tune was so he could learn it on the uke. So he tried to use that fancy app which tells you what song's being played. And he did. 
and the last post was added to his playlist. And moving on to another federal election-related story, but one with a local twist. The headline on that one reads, Things will be a lot worse under Labor, says man who's now living on credit cards and loans from daddy. You spoke to this upstanding young citizen, Harold. Tell us what he was on about. So his name was William John John Taylor. Double-barreled first name, double-barreled last name. For anyone who's confused, he might have four dads. Who knows? Anyway, he's a full-time live-at-home son from our town's leafiest enclave of Batuta Grove, and he's been parroting his dad's opinions to anyone who'll listen. Yes, despite him living off his old man like an overgrown remora fish for the past decade, William John John Taylor is absolutely certain that life for ordinary working Australians will be much worse under a Labor government. And why does he say that, Errol? Well, Clance, he says, quote, interest rates, inflation, tax, they'll all go up. Unemployment will be bad. On top of that, they want to introduce more taxes on hardworking Australians, like my dad, which will trickle down and harm his employees because dad won't be able to pay them properly. He then asked me to uh, join his old man in investing in his latest startup idea, which I think was something to do with pets and Ethereum, something like that. Oh, so cryptocurrency um, in the pet world. That's that's interesting. Leaving the world of politics now and some hard-hitting news from the city, a bloke who started the Bucks party as the groom's weirdo workmate has finished the weekend as the MVP. Might be a familiar tale to plenty of blokes out there. A local outsider has this week returned home from the Gold Coast as the legend of the Bucks party, a group of men he'd never met before. After starting the weekend at very poor odds, Kieran James, 29, was initially identified as the nameless workmate that had grown close to the Buck as his closest mate in Melbourne. However, after 48 depraved hours, his status changed dramatically. Yes, aided by an ability to consume countless amounts of alcohol, a stick of high-grade Footscray cannabis and an unrelenting wit, Kieran managed to leave the rest of the party in his wake, eventually coming out the other side of a 48-hour bender with the title of Most Valuable Player, something which has apparently affected his performance at work this week. You can understand why after three days of that kind of insanity. Finishing up, and we've got a story that will cheer up the renters out there. A local landlord has let out a defeated sigh today as a bond-ruining scratch on the floor turned out to be nothing more than a dust bunny. Devastating news, Clancy, for Batuta Grove's Gwendolyn Hopkins, the owner of a swathe of investment properties that had to come to terms with the fact that she might actually have to give her tenants their bond back. Yes, described as a renter's tax, Gwendolyn says she avoids paying a bond back at all costs, and most of the time she's successful in doing that. However, this time around, with tenants moving out, she was unable to find anything she could use as an excuse. Initially, she let out a shrill shriek of excitement when seeing photos of the scratch, but was then hit with a sledgehammer blow of reality when she realised it was just a bit of dust on the floor that had been left behind by the removalists. Yes, very sad indeed, and I believe that brings us to the end of this weekly news bulletin. I hope you've enjoyed just me and Clancy doing this. I hope we don't have to do any more of this like it's 2017 all over again. But hopefully uh, next week, old Wendell and Effie will be back on deck with their newly minted immune systems back on track. Yeah, he is hoping. Anyway, that's enough from us. Thanks for joining us. Hooroo. Ciao.